Welcome to another week of Coffee and Conversations here at Village Bible Church. Coffee and Conversations aims to answer difficult questions and address hard topics using a biblical perspective. So we use God's Word as our guide and as our truth as we walk through this life together. And I'm just so excited to sit down with you today and look at what God's Word has to tell us about our struggles and our doubts and our questions. So go ahead and grab a cup of coffee and come join us and let's dive in. like before I was even born but I'll get to that in a minute so I was born into like a Christian family like we always went to church on Sundays and we just that was just what happened and and I always knew that God was there like before I was born uh, my older brother Colin he had stage four kidney cancer and it was like he was five months old and he wasn't supposed to live so it spread to his lungs and then they took x-rays and stuff to make sure it was still there before they went to go take it out and it was just gone. So my mom like always described it as like that was like that was first off a miracle and then she it was like to bring glory to God because she was I remember she kept telling me during that she was like well why is this happening to my like newborn baby. So I remember whenever I was little I would go and I was going up to my cousin's house with my grandparents I was always super close to them. And I remember asking a question, like, about hell. I was like, why is it even a place, you know? And she pretty much told me, like, right now you're going to go to hell because you're not saved. I was like, what? Like, what's going on? Like, I shouldn't be doing that. And so I remember, like, I said, said like, a little prayer in the car. Like, I, I don't know why I remember this, but I had, like, a little box that had, like, junior mints in them. I don't know why I remember that. But, like, I always knew, like, all the questions and all the answers. But... I never like really had that relationship. I just kind of like breezed through middle school. Like I put all like my worth pretty much like in how other people saw me and how successful I was being in that moment. And so that really did a lot. Like whenever all that was taken away from me this past year. So people keep saying like 2020 was like the worst and the best or like the worst year ever. I'm like it was the worst and the best year of my life. Um so I pretty much like just started living for the world without even realizing it. I just became blind to it. And I, in a, f- in a couple weeks, pretty much everything that I had like kept putting my worth in just like was all taken away from me. Like my best friend left me, like all these things kept being taken away. Like we didn't have school, like I didn't have anything. Like I had so much planned for this past year that just all went out the window. And so I just kept spiraling out of control. Like, I felt hopeless. I was like, no one else is going through this. Like, what the heck? Like, what's the point of doing this? Like, why is the world so terrible right now? Um, I hated everything. Like, I remember I'd be, like, super bitter to my own family. Like, I didn't even have a, I didn't even have a reason to be. Um, and then I remember it was on Sundays. Like, we would watch online church, and it was, like, during April and May, pretty much like the whole time. I didn't even know like what day it was. So I remember it was like always on Sunday, like I'd roll out of bed like five minutes before, you know, before church and I would just sit there and then I'd like go back to sleep afterwards. But I remember like watching those like kind of like held me together. 
And then over, I was like, okay, well, Juliet, you have all this time. And people always talk about reading their Bibles. Why not give it a shot? And so I did. And I was like, this feels different. Like nothing that ever has happened before. And I realized it all. And there wasn't one specific day that I like put my faith in God, but it was over time. And there was like a lot of little things too that added up to it, like my grandpa back in December of 2019, I think it was December 8th, we were all at lunch after church and he was like, pretty much told us like he had leukemia and we're all like, what? I remember like we're out in this public place and I'm just like, what the heck's going on? Like my mind was spiraling out of control. And I remember I came home, I literally, that was like the first time I had actually ever prayed, I realized, and I was like, wow. Like, this is different. And then I just kind of, that was backtracking, but, and then a couple weeks later when he actually went to go get blood work done, they pretty much told him, like, it was just, it wasn't going to be that bad. Like, he wasn't going to have to go through chemo or anything. He just has to take, like, this pill, and it's all going to be good. And the doctor pretty much just told him, like, you're going to die of old age before you die of cancer, pretty much. And so I thought, I was like, wow. And so I remember (laughs) we had to, like, I had to stay after school to watch a movie or something for band. I don't even know what it was for anymore, but I remember I was, like, sitting there. They're like, yeah, you know, you're supposed to have fun and do all these different things. And I'm literally sitting there just, like, in the corner about to throw up because I'm so worried because I've always been so close to him. But fast forward again. I forgot that. So fast forward to this past summer. I, like, I started going back to church, and I started growing in my faith, and it was just so amazing. Like, I never really felt that way before. And then I went back to school. (laughs) and it was just a lot because I like felt kind of out of place and I stopped reading my bible again and then we went to hybrid which was like we sometimes like depending on the day we go to school and that's why I really started growing again and I remember people were like this is terrible I hate it so much I'm like no like I have time to read my bible like this is so great and I remember through the whole thing, I was just like, why is this happening to me? Like, what's going on? And then this last Sunday, I was baptized. And I like to just kind of write down what I'm thinking in the moment. And then, like, that's kind of, like, my way of giving it to God. And I just, like, keep writing until I feel like there's nothing else to write. And so I had I wrote this on Sunday, like, right after I got home. And I said, like, he's taken, like, the driver's seat of my life, like, he knows where we're going to stop. You know, it's like you're on a road trip and you don't know where you're going. You don't know what's happening, but you know you're going somewhere and, like, you trust the person that's driving. Like, he, he knows every pothole you're going to hit. Like, he knows every, like, bump and he knows where you're going to have to, like, stop and get gas and all those things. And so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yay. Thank you, Julia. It's not always easy to get up here and share your story, but I, I love like hearing all the different ways God has been working in your guys' lives, and just like how He has saved you. That's like what your testimony is all about: is how Jesus saved you and changed your whole life. So, if you're interested in giving your testimony, if I haven't asked you yet, like anyone's welcome to give their testimony. If you want to share how Jesus shared, how Jesus changed your life, so just let me know, and we can get you on the schedule. But it probably won't be till April or May because we have a lot of people in line. All right, so today we're going to be talking all about social media. So raise your hand if you did the social media challenge this week. How did it go? Yeah? Good? 
kind of boring. <laughs> I would like open up my phone and be like, oh, like we're gonna go on this and like look at this. I'm like, oh wait, you don't have that anymore. <laughs> I have this thing every time I close an app, my Instagram is in the corner of my little homepage. Yeah. And every time I close the app, I just like go to Instagram. It's not. Like, I kept going there and I was like, there's nothing there. So, <laughs> yeah. How did it go for you, Andrea? Um, it was good. I didn't realize how much I depend on social media for social interaction though. Yeah. Because I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm actually not being social at all. No, no, no. <laughs> um, so it was it was good, but it was really hard yeah. because I would be like, I am bored, everybody's doing things when I was sitting here by myself and I can't go look at what anyone's doing on their website. So it was oh. it was good but also It was good, hard. but it was hard and it was like you need to be actually more social, be huh. actively social. Yeah. So you kinda of realized that a lot of your social interaction was just with a screen. Yeah. Huh. Which is good and bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it has its pros It's and good cons. to not ignore my kid. <laughs> but yeah. like, I was like, wow, I need human interaction. Yeah. Yeah, I know for me, I so I still run the social media for Village. So I was like on social media just to post. And there was one time I like logged out of my Instagram account that is linked to Village, so like I couldn't get to mine. But I did. I forgot to do it for my Facebook. And so I got on Facebook and I just started scrolling. And then a friend of mine posted something and I commented on it. And then I realized I'm not supposed to be on social media right now. <laughs> and it just shows like how easy it is for just you to like go to it and forget. I don't know. I was just like, oh wow. I must like. It's just like I didn't even think twice about it. Um, but if you missed it and if you want to do a social media detox we're gonna I'm gonna do it again this week so you're welcome to do it another week if you want to or start this week um, but yeah if you want to join me for that it's gonna be super fun and it's gonna be a beautiful week so like the weather's gonna be great so you can use the time that you would spend on your phone to like go for a walk or go for a run or be outside go on a hike um, make cake yeah <laughs> Libby you made a cake didn't you yeah it was a nice nice looking cake I had a smiley face on it um, so, what are some of the ways you guys see social media negatively impacting your life? That you are consciously aware that it is negatively, negatively impacting you? Comparison. Comparison, yeah. I, that's like the biggest one for me, too. It's a good time consuming. Mm. Yeah, time. Yeah, what else? How do you see it negatively impacting you? I find myself like getting lost in it so like I'll be like scrolling and I'm like oh I'll get up in like five minutes like I did it earlier today I was like oh I'll get up in five minutes and go do my makeup and stuff and then I sat there for like 20 and I was like oh wait I'm gonna be late if I don't yeah that sucks you in yeah on the other side what are some ways that you see it positively impacting your life what are some positives about it Create a community. Shooting special people that you don't normally see. Yeah. Yeah. You can follow the right people at some time too. Mm -hmm. Not just like a, you know, trying to compare yourself to them, but to encourage them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It can be encouraging sometimes. What else? What's another positive thing that you see about social media? Instagram because Hannah sends me funny videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just sit there and look at them. Yeah, videos. it's like, it makes you laugh. Like, there's yeah. funny stuff on there. Yeah, as long as it's not stuff that you shouldn't be laughing at, then I think it can be enjoyable. Yeah, it can be a source of entertainment. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead and open your Bibles with me to Matthew 6, 19. Um, we're going to be using this passage at the beginning and the end. Um, I think it's a good passage for us to think through how to interact with social media. Um, Matthew 6, we're going to be reading 19 through 24. Who would like to read that little chunk for us? Thank you, Andrew. Okay. Um, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For, your, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Awesome. All right, so this is Jesus talking um, on the Sermon on the Mount, which is like his most favorite, famous sermon, and it's all about how to live a Christian life. So these are the words of, like the whole word of God is God's words, but these are the words of Jesus um, speaking to people that want to follow him. Um, so there's three questions I want us to think about as we walk through this lesson today. Number one, where is your treasure? Number two, what are you looking at? And number three, what are you serving? Um, so we're not going to answer those questions right away, but those are just questions you can be thinking about um, as we go through this lesson and as we think through how this passage can apply to us today. So, number one, where is your treasure? Number two, what are you looking at? And number three, what are you serving? Alright, so I have some fun facts about social media because I had time to look up social media studies and it was actually really interesting. It made me wonder, why do I have this on my phone? Um, but Facebook is the most popular form of social media. Um, not really any surprise there. Um, but for most users, 18 through 24, Instagram's the most popular. Um, and that shows because most of us use Instagram. And we're all, most of us are 18 to 24. Um, oh no, I went to the bottom of my page. Okay. For over 25% of social media users, the use of social media can have detrimental effects. So this means that 25% of people that use social media will end up having um, anxiety or depression that is directly correlated to social media. So 25 out of 100% of people will end up with anxiety or depression because of their social media use. Um, and this should not surprise us because depression in kids has gone up 51% since 2005. So there's over <laughs> double the amount of kids that have depression because of social media. And in adults, it has increased by 63%. So in the past like 15 years, depression rates have gone up almost double because of social media, most likely. Um, kids who spend more than 10 hours a week on social media are 56% more likely to have mental health issues. And people talk about themselves about 30 to 40% while they're talking in person. So if I'm talking to Andrea, I'm gonna be talking to myself about 40% of the time, about myself, like me, 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 40%. And the other 60%, we're just gonna be talking about anything. We could be talking about Andrea. But then when we're on social media, we're talking about ourselves 80% of the time, um, which, is a little scary because that means that 80% of the time when we're on social media we're just thinking about nothing else other than ourselves. Um, so yeah, these are just a few of the alarming stats that I found and I'm sure none of them like really shock you. We hear this stuff all the time that social media has these effects and impacts on our brains and on the, our kids' brains. Um, and um, so yeah, I also made it a list of issues that social media might present to us. So Andrew hit on one of them and it's comparison. 
Um, how do you guys see comparison being fueled by your social media? You always see like the good parts of people's lives. Hmm. Like they're not being like, oh, like X, Y, and Z happened or like it was a terrible day. They're always posting the good stuff. Hmm. Yeah. And so I feel like that's but, like, well, why is my life so terrible and theirs is so great when it's not? Yeah. It's like it's the same way, but you just you only see the good parts. Hmm. Yeah, you only see what people want you to see on social media. Yeah. Um, and a study done by University of Pittsburgh, uh, result, results showed that uh, the more someone spends on social media, the more um, they hate their body or they hate the way they look. So direct correlation. The more that you don't like the way you look is correlated to how much time you spend on social media. Um, another issue that it presents presents for Christians is that we can make idols out of social media, right? Like I noticed that this week, I was so quick to go back onto Facebook and just not even think about it. Um, and that kind of shows to me that maybe my social media is an idol because I was so quick to run to it and so quick to forget that I made a promise not to be on it. Um, and we can make idols other, out of other people um, on social media. We can put them on a pedestal or we can make an idol of ourselves because like Instagram, it's like all about me. My page is like all me. Like, it's just pictures of me, what I want to say. Um, and if I'm not careful, that's me making an idol of myself. Um, another thing I was thinking about is that social media can just help, for Christians, it can make us focus on this life rather than the life to come, right? Everything is about this life. What do you have? What are you wearing? What do you look like? Um, how long is your hair? How skinny are you? What's, like, do you have the perfect relationship? All these things are fleeting. and They're going to leave as soon as we die. Um, they have no eternal value. Um, so if we're filling our minds with the things of the world, we're doing the exact opposite of what the Bible tells us to do. Um, another thing I was thinking about was disconnecting from people. Um, it can also fuel our, fuel our pride. It can fuel our jealousy and discontentment. And um, like Michaela said, uh, it can be a waste of our time on earth. Um, Ephesians 5.15 says that we should make um, the most out of the time that we're given, that it's a gift, that God has given us time and we're supposed to be good stewards of it. So if we spend three hours looking at social media, that's three hours that we could have spent talking to our friends or um, reading a book or reading the Bible. Or um, When we get to heaven, is God going to say, you spent a total of 10 years on social media when you could have been spending that 10 years just pursuing me better? And then, of course, we already talked about this. It has links to anxiety and depression. Um, it fuels our um, want to be with people. It fuels our desire to not miss out. Um, and it also fuels our social anxiety or our fear of man um, and our overall health. Um, and in the same study that I read, results showed that there's a direct correlation between social media and sleeping issues. So if you have trouble sleeping and if you are on social media a lot, there says that there's a lot of connection between that. Um, so if you feel tired all the time, maybe social media is taking away your sleep. Um, and then I also had the question of what are some great things about social media? Um, and we kind of already talked about that, but since I listed out a list of things that are bad about it, what are some things that we also see that are good? I know I see people sharing the word of God now more than ever. Yeah. Because like, I, um, when I was on TikTok, I was on like the Christian side of TikTok, so all I got was a bunch of videos of people like talking about God mm. and spreading his love and his word. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You can use social media to just share like verses and encouraging truths. Yeah. 
what else, especially in this past year, has, how has social media actually benefited us? I think for me, um, I, like, we're going to predominantly black community, and mm-hmm. so, like, especially this summer with the riots and stuff like that going on, like, that's obviously something that, like, from my perspective, like, I might not have understood as well, and so, like, working within that community, like, it's something I, like, wanted to understand better, and, like, social media was kind of, like, a way to help me do that, mm-hmm. um, and, like, being on, like, Twitter and just, like, scrolling through and seeing the different perspectives like that really helped me to like understand like the mm. struggles that like my black co-workers are going through on a daily basis that I don't really like take time to think mm. about um where now I can kind of like understand them more and like understand how to be there for them and like encourage them and yeah stuff like that. for sure I would say kind of the same thing for myself too it's it's good to listen to the perspectives of other people and see where they're coming from we're so often blind to it yeah what else? How else do you guys see social media being a good thing for us? It allows us to do things like live streams, mm-hmm. the church service. Yeah. And on a free platform. Yes. So everyone can have access to it. Yeah. If we didn't have Facebook, if we just decided to delete Facebook for our church, then we would like we would be disconnecting a lot of people that have no opportunity to go to church otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so like social media isn't all bad, right? We have the option to get rid of social media if we want to, um, but for most of us, we're going to have it probably for the rest of our lives, um, and that's okay. It's not a sin to have social media. Um, it has amazing benefits like we just talked about. We just have to be aware of the dangers of social media, um, and like a lot of things in our life, we just have to find balance with it, um, and we're called to be of the world. No, we're called to be in the world, but not of the world, right, as Christians. Um, so we're supposed to use social media differently than the world does because we do everything else differently than the world does, so why wouldn't we use our social media differently? Um, so let's go ahead and look back at Matthew 6, 19 through 24, and let's just run through the questions that I had you guys write down. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and read the passage over for us again, and I just want you guys to think about those um, three questions and maybe jot down the answers that you, like, that you have for those questions for yourself as I read. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth or rust destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body, so if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If the light in your darkness, and if then the light is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate one or love the other. He will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. All right, so the first question I had you guys write down is, where is your treasure? Um, So this passage tells us to lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven, not treasures on earth. So what are treasures of the earth that we try to store up here? What are examples of that? Material things. Yeah. What does that look like specifically in, like, your life? Uh, you don't know? Material things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clothing. Clothing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Clothing. Clothing. Probably money. <laughs> money. Yeah. How much money we can make here on Earth and store away. How nice our house is, how picture perfect our relationship is, 
What what can we store in heaven? What are the treasures that we store in heaven? What does Jesus mean by that? I think it could mean just like remembering just how much you will have in heaven. Like maybe you don't know exactly what it is, but just like I don't know, like every really bad thing that happens, you just remember like heaven's gonna be perfect. Heaven's mm-hmm. gonna be great. Have yeah. What's in heaven that's so worth treasuring? Why is it so much more important than my clothes, my house, my relationship, what I look like? Why is it so much more important than that? Eternal. It's eternal. Yeah. It lasts forever. So what? What is it? What is the treasure? Is it like actions or like fruits of the spirit, like love and joy and peace? And all what is that supposed to be? Or is it just supposed to be like Jesus? That is he's supposed to be the treasure. Yeah. I think I think it's all of those. Okay. I think number one is Jesus. I think that he's our greatest treasure. Because he's how we get all the treasures that are in heaven, right? Through Jesus alone are we saved. And then like fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, all those are fruits of the spirit that are gonna last forever. Those are treasures. Um, and then our actions, like if we share the gospel with someone or if we to someone or if we um, like I don't know clean the bathroom at church or do anything that is just serving um, and doing what God has called you to do that's storing up treasures for heaven because that's going to have eternal um, eternal consequences but consequences in a good way um, like things that are going to last forever does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah um, and sometimes we don't realize that that treasure is so much more valuable than the treasure that we have on earth. I lose sight of that every single day. I forget that, oh, it's more important for me to be full of kindness than for me to look like a certain way. Like, I would rather be full of love, joy, peace, patience, um, than I would want to post a beautiful picture of myself on social media. Um, so how does social media make it difficult for us to remember where our treasure is? Does that question make sense? I think that maybe using it as his own platform to mm-hmm. kind of deceive us distract us and just direct us away from the things we should be focusing on mm-hmm. yeah for sure it's like a uh, it's like diverting our attention somewhere else sometimes yeah, yeah. it's like the shiny keys <laughs> yes and we're like oh <laughs> <laughs> it takes our eyes off the our eyes off the prize yeah so number one when you're interacting with social media ask yourself where's where's my treasure right now when I'm scrolling through and I'm comparing myself to every single girl that I see on my social media page, where's my treasure at? Um, if I look through and I'm just looking at verses and I'm trying to like encourage others, where's my treasure at? Um, just keep asking yourself that question. Um, so the second question is, what are you looking at? So Jesus says in this that the eye is the lamp of the body. Um, what does that mean? Why? What is he talking about? I think he means like if you're looking at stuff you shouldn't be, hmm. you're 
you're not gonna like benefit from it. You're gonna get harmed from it in some shape or form. Yeah. And so I, I think that's what's on you. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What we're looking at has huge impacts on who on our souls and our hearts. Um, like if I look at a gorgeous sunset, that's going to have an impact on my heart, right? I'm like going to be like, wow, that's an amazing sunset. The Lord is so amazing. Um, but if I spend hours scrolling through TikTok, like what's that doing to my heart? That's impacting my heart just like the sunset is, but they both have different, they can have different impacts. Um, we use our eyes to consume a lot of things. And you know that song that's like, be careful little eyes what you see, that song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they teach it to little kids because it's so true. Your eyes are, they, um, they whatever you look at, whatever you're spending your time consuming, um, impacts you either positively or negatively. Um, so then, how, how can we be careful about what we view on social media or anywhere? Deleting or unfollowing people that don't post things mm. that yeah filter your feed you can choose what goes on there yeah what else how can you protect your protect your eyes and protect your heart i think maybe just setting up like a certain amount of time for you to be on social media hmm. or like sometimes like there's like a choice on instagram that like reminds you like how much time you've been on it so when you see like oh my i've been on it for one time yeah <laughs> yeah i need to set that up when i get it back yeah, and I, I think that if you look at your life and you're honest with yourself and you see social media doing more harm than good to your heart and to your life, I think that you might need to reconsider having it on your phone um, and just having it in your grasp because um, God says that our eyes are important, what we're feeding ourselves are important, and you should take that with the greatest, the greatest seriousness. Um, but also, we can be on social media and um, just filter through, like we said. Um, so the third question that I have is what are you serving? So in this passage, Jesus says that you cannot serve two masters. Um, how does this relate to social media? Obviously, Jesus wasn't talking about social media in this, but how can we relate it to social media? I think you could like either base like our truth on like what like social media shows us, or like what other people show us about our, their lives, or like we can base our truth on like what Jesus says about all of it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What does Jesus say about this, rather than what social media say? Or yeah, that's good. I also think you're talking about like if you put social media above what God is, like if you're spending more time thinking about like social media and other people's lives than God, then that's like putting it over God. Mm. I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Hmm. And that's convicting for me because <coughs> I. When I'm, like, honest with myself, like, I do my devotions in the morning, but I'm on my phone way more than I'm in, in the Word. Way more. Um, so I can say that I'm serving the Lord, but am I really? If I'm spending way more time on my phone and social media than I am just thinking about God and trying to pursue Him? Well, and also something as simple as, like, writing a caption. Mm. How long does it take you to come up with a caption? So long. So long. You sit there and you, you type a caption and you back... you. You erase it and you're like, well, no, I really know. Well, maybe I should add a pun. Maybe I should add an emoji. Yeah. Right? You spend a lot of time figuring out what the perfect caption is. Mm. Right? But do you spend a lot of time figuring out what the perfect note in your Bible is, or what the perfect prayer is, or what mm. the 
you know, all of those things? Or do you just, oh, that's my 15 minutes, I'm done, and then you leave, yeah. right? So it's, it's, it's like what you said, if you're spending more time hmm. with social media or even more time trying to get good at social media than you spend trying to get good at God. Yeah. That's not as helpful. Yeah, for sure. And we have to be honest with ourselves, too. It's a hard question or a hard yeah. thing to think about. Definitely. Yeah. But it's also good for us to think about those things. Yeah. What else? How do you guys think the last verse, last, yeah, last verse, how can this relate to social media? Well, I feel like social media really sets you up to serve others. Mm. It's really all about serving yourself, at least initially. You can try to filter and to reach out to others can be a good way to connect people you don't see often but how often is that really what you're doing on there mm-hmm. you know yeah I guess I don't know I'm more on the end of it's probably better not to have it than to have it at all yeah but yeah I yeah I, I can't remember like what sermon this was from or what talk this was from but it just said like Instagram is just like you're like it's like your kingdom yeah like it's all about you. Like your page is usually like just pictures of yourself. Yeah. And um, and in our minds we're like, well, it should be all about me because it's my profile. But nothing in our life, especially as Christians, we know that our life is not our own. So why would we get by with making our Instagram our own? You know? I think that's a good thought. Yeah, that's actually my next point. Social me- media makes it ten times easier for us to serve ourselves. It makes, us, makes it easier to serve the opinions of others. It makes it easier to forget um, what our purpose on earth is and why, um, what God has in store for us. Um, it also um, help, it makes us forget where our worth comes from, um, right? Like we, we talked about how we're made in the image of God and that is how our worth, that's how, how our worth is defined. Um, we can forget we're being made in the image of God when we're constantly looking at other image bearers and wondering why we don't look like them. Um, so as we interact with social media, we have to ask ourselves who we're trying to serve. Are we trying to serve the one true and living God who is crazy in love with us, that created us and um, formed us in our, in our, like, in our mother's wombs, like Psalm 139 says, um, and who is guiding us and protecting us um, and sent his son to die for us? Or are we using social media to kind of put ourselves on the stage and bring glory to ourselves? Um, so ask yourself, what's controlling me? What's my intentions? What are my intentions here? And what has a grip on my life? Um, these are hard questions to ask ourselves, but they're really good questions too. They'll bring you closer to the Lord. Um, so I have three three reminders for us today. Everything today is all in threes. Um, three reminders as we interact with social media, because like like we said at the beginning, we're probably not going to get rid of our social medias, and like that's okay. We just have to know how to interact with it. Um, so number one, remember who you're living for. Um, so you're not living for yourself, you're living for Jesus Christ who saved you and died for you. Um, number two, remember your worth. Your worth does not change. Your worth is tied to a creator um, who made you in his image. Um, it doesn't matter how good or bad you look in a picture, or how many likes you get, or how many followers you have. That doesn't determine your worth. That is fleeting. That is going to change. Um, so your worth is going to go up and down, up and down if you put your faith in that, um, if that's what you build your worth upon. But if your worth is anchored to a God who never changes, your worth will never change. 
um, because it's tied to who he is. Um, so yeah, remember your worth. And then number three, remember to listen to the voice of God, not the voice of social media. Just like Elise said, um, ask yourself, what does God say about this? What is the truth? How, what does the Bible say about this? Um, what does God say about where my treasure actually is? Um, so yeah, there's nothing wrong with social media. I don't want to come in here and just bash it and make you guys feel bad for having it because I have it and I use it and it has good things and it has bad things. Um, but it is, there is something wrong if you cannot go a week without it. If you're like, if you get panicked, if you think, oh, I have to delete it for a day, three days, like that, there's something wrong there. That means that it's an idol in your heart and in your life. Um, social media is a tool. I read something this week that said, a ha like a hammer is awesome. You can build a house with a hammer. Um, you can like put nails into a board and build something great. Um, but you can also whack that, that hammer against someone's head and kill them. Um, social media is the same way. Social media we can use to build and uplift and to encourage, but it can also destroy us if we're not careful. Um, and just a reminder, I've said this a million times, but I just feel like it's so important. But your worth is not me measured in what you look like, how many people like you, how many followers you have. Your worth is measured by a God that designed you and cared for you and knows you so deeply. Um, and it's tied forever and ever and ever to that same God. Um, so let's have social media platforms that declare and serve um, God, that don't serve ourselves, that show his glory, not our own. Um, and just remember where your actual treasure is found. And that is all I have. Any comments before we wrap up? Okay, do you guys feel like I, I am making you delete your social media? <laughs> you don't have to if you don't want to. But if you want to join us on a week of social media detox, you're welcome to. It's gonna be fun. Who thinks they're gonna do it? Yes. Let's go. Yeah, so delete it today and then next week we can talk about what we did and how it impacted us. Alright, let me pray for us and then we can get on with our Saturdays. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this morning, Lord, and just the beautiful weather that you've given us this week. Um, I praise you for all the girls that are in this room, Lord, and um, how loved they are by you. And I, I just pray that this week um, they run to your word and they find joy from you, Lord, and that um, you just comfort them and encourage them. And um, would they just grow in their knowledge of you, God? Um, would you be with us this week for anyone that is going to get rid of their social media? Would you just... Um, be with them in that. And then would you also just help us to interact with this world in a way that brings you glory, um, that shows that we're different because we know Jesus, Lord, and would we be bold to share that with those around us. Um, Lord, we love you, um, and we know that you love us, and that is never changing. Um, would you help us just love you better? In your name I pray. Amen.